Hey guys, Michael from Savage Unfiltered Podcast. Great news. We are now listed and available on iHeartRadio. Tremendous announcement being spread here on the podcast today. Check us out now on iHeartRadio. That's right. iHeartRadio has now approved Savage Unfiltered Podcast with Michael Gardner. Tremendous, tremendous announcement, guys. Check us out there today. Michael Gardner, uncut, uncensored, raw. Savaged, brief. Alrighty, guys. Welcome to the show, guys. We got a lot to talk about. Welcome to a very special bonus addition to the Savage Unfiltered podcast. Guys, uh, these little bonus episodes, uh, we like to keep them brief here. We don't like to go too much onto our normal political angle of a, of a platform, of a podcast, guys. Uh, so welcome to the, today's show. Welcome to Savage Brief. I'm your host, Michael Gardner. Guys, we got a, we got a good show today. We're going to be talking about music, you know, a little bit of uh, – Something different on the show. Before we get into music, guys, I wanna I wanna get into this, some news here. Uh, that's literally uh, the producer of the show, Mackenzie, just literally threw notation to me. Got some announcement, guys. Uh, Warner Music. That's right. Warner Music is naming YouTube business chief Robert uh, Kaniki. Kanaki, uh, however you say his last name, uh, for their next CEO. So this is a former, you know, YouTube business chief. I guess he's going to be working with Warner Music, uh, or he's going to have some type of affiliation with YouTube. I'm not really sure because uh, the reason why I'm saying this, it kind of ties into what we're going to be talking about today. And some of the article, you know, I'd like to get Joseph's insights on this as we're going to bring him in. Uh, some of this is like, uh, it's still fresh. So obviously you're going to get some of the news on this and some of it may be a little bit flippy flop joining us here. Once again, on the show, my good friend, Mackenzie says it's her friend too. Uh, <laughs> Joseph M. <laughs> Leonard, how you doing, buddy? How's, uh, how's, how's your, you know, early to, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah Joseph. I'm doing pretty good. I don't know what to make of the YouTube thing. And, yeah, interesting with the music. I mean, there's already a lot of music by way of usually music videos or sometimes music with just a picture of the album that it's whatever the piece is from on there already. So I'm wondering how much it will affect that. Uh, because a lot of that is, of course, still under copyright. Now, obviously, if it's put up by the content maker, it's okay. But, there, you know, I love to go to YouTube to, to find uh, music videos. But those are often put up by individuals who clearly do not own the copyright to them. So I'm uh, wondering what kind of a change the licensing aspect will bring to it. Uh, allowing you to put music on probably then for a fee to ASCAP or BMI to pay royalty to the copyright holder. 
Yeah, you know, I, you know what I'm seeing, Joseph. I'm seeing like possibly uh, YouTube go into this avenue. You know, probably for you know the change the pace a little bit with their platform. They've gotten a lot of criticism over the years with you know censorship and stuff like that. So maybe it's a different approach. Maybe it's a different push. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we'll have to see how things shake out uh, the next few months. Through a yeah. year, who knows how quickly everything will change and all. Usually they don't just uh, make a switch overnight. Well, I mean, yeah, well, they have been making a lot of changes. Everybody remembers YouTube, basically, folks, you know, going back to the early 2000s, started off uh, as you know, tutorial videos, you know, step-by-step -step videos, learning how to master the trade or the craft. And then all of a sudden it became, in my eyes, almost like a modern version of uh, MTV, you know, with different videos and music and stuff like that. So it, it has evolved over the years. I'll give it that. Joseph, yeah. I want to, I want to say something. Where's your humor, man? You usually start off the show with a, a little humor joke. Yeah, I don't have a joke today. I, I noticed that. <laughs> Other than if you've seen my face, then you'd be laughing. But I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I see that. Right, gotta, yeah. gotta keep a sense of humor. And uh, hey, I'm more than willing to poke fun at myself for a laugh. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. You know, as you could tell, I'm not my normal self today. Uh, I was up late last night. Uh, I was up till like almost three o'clock in the morning. So really didn't have enough sleep last night. I was tossing and turning. Uh, they just started building these tracks um, near my house. They're putting in a, uh, one of those, uh, uh, what the hell you call them? Ah, shit. It, no, it's more like a, you know, like a bullet train, like an express train. Oh, okay. They're putting in a high-speed rail. Okay. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because it's going right through, you know, central Florida, Bavard County into Volusia County. It's from West Palm Beach to Orlando, like those, what, 95, almost 130 miles in between. There's literally no stops. So it's just oh. going to be a train that's going to be going through, you know, 15, 25 times a day, making extreme amounts of loud noise. And that's what I experienced. I experienced the first hand of the, uh, of the loud noise last night. So it's it sounds uh, to me like a Disney subsidy to me. Uh, yeah, move, move some from South Florida up to Disney. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are stopping at the uh, Orlando International Airport, so it's going to be, you know, Miami, Miami Gardens, uh, South Beach, Fort Lauderdale, and then from Fort Lauderdale to West Palm Beach, and then from West Palm Beach, they're going to skip like a hundred, almost one hundred and fifteen miles in between, and it's going to go right directly to Orlando International Airport. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking tossing and turning all night last night. Oh, my God. I, I, I tried everything, Joseph. I tried putting blankets over my head, pillows over my head. <laughs> it wasn't working out. So. You need to buy yourself a set of earplugs, apparently. Uh, I tried them, too, Joseph. They didn't freaking oh, work. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. we had... Uh... We, we've been getting rain of late as we're switching to fall. So, yeah, I've been having the rain and thunder interrupting my sleep the last few nights. So I, I, I empathize with you, brother. 
Yeah, I hear you. So we're going to get into uh, – sorry about that, guys. I'm going off topic. I normally do that sometimes. Um, but uh, anyway, it drove my mother and father nuts when I was younger. But anyway, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? It's important for people to know what the weather in Detroit is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> now they know. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's get into let's dig into some music here. Um, Joseph kind of uh, gave us a good little idea on Monday, and I figured, hey, you know, I never done a music uh, episode. Let's try it out. So, Joseph, yeah, uh, let's dig know, into music, it, man. It, it what makes, is your favorite? You broke up there, but yeah, it, it makes sense since we did a movies episode. So it makes sense to do a music episode, and of course, there's way more music. This won't be able to be a comprehensive show because there's just so much more music to pick from, especially over the ages. I mean, uh, my sister still has my grandfather's ceramic albums from the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Yes, people. Before they were put up, uh, records were made of vinyl, they were made of ceramic. Ceramic? Really? Yep. (laughs) You need, you of course, can't use a, a standard record player that you play your vinyl on now. She's She's got the original uh, AMFM uh, record player that my grandfather had. And, you know, I had a little cabinet space underneath for albums. And, yeah, very, very fragile ceramic albums. Oh, I, I thought you said the, like, the disc or, like, the record itself was ceramic. I'm like. It is. It is, yeah. The oh, record oh. itself, 78 RPM, ceramic discs. Yep. Damn, they got to be worth a lot of money now Now these days, right? I We haven't looked, but I would imagine that some of them could very well be worth something, yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. But I yeah. myself have like 1,500... Uh, uh, Probably like maybe 345, 1500 vinyl LPs, and around 2500 CDs. So I haven't bought any of that lately. I probably am. I may have bought a new CD here or there, maybe a 10 over the last 10, 15, 20 years. Because, uh, like you were talking about, YouTube. Now you can just hop on YouTube. I mean, the sound quality obviously isn't as great, but a lot of times you could see the modern stuff in a video form and just pick a playlist and get a bunch of related music. So why, you know, why buy it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why buy it? I, I noticed, um, you know, the, the records are coming back, you know, they're, they're becoming more popular you know, I, I, I see, uh, like, I know Walmart and uh, maybe Best Buy, they have, like, an entire section for just, just records, yep. you know? Yep, exactly, exactly. And, no, it's... Yeah, they, and I, I don't know about Best Buy, but I do know Walmart selling little record players with, you know, built-in speakers to them. So they're, you know, its own house-contained thing. I, I don't know, I would hope. They still have RCA jacks that you could then plug them into another boom box for better sound or a stereo component system for anybody who still has those. Uh, those have kind of gone by the wayside too. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, 
To be honest with you, Joseph, I just literally had like a, a yard sale the other day and I was going through like a whole bunch of old like CDs and stuff like that. And I mean, just think of it. I, I thought CDs were going to be around for like a lifetime and apparently they're the thing of the past. You know what? CDs just came out like in the last 25, 30 years. Now, all of a sudden, they're a thing of the past. Well, I'm um, going through a whole box of them. And I'm like, I, I got to get rid of these, you know, they're like, they're just collecting up, you know, space and dust and everything. I don't even use these damn things yeah. anymore. No, CDs go back to the 1980s. I had, bought my first CD player in the 1980s. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, watching. Uh, oh, I, I remember, 50 years now, 40, 50 years. Yeah. I remember watching an old, uh, uh, an old movie, uh, Adam Sandler movie. I think it was like Wedding Singer or something. And and she's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "It's a CD player." And she's right, like, "Right, <laughs> oh, what do you do with that?" Yeah, yeah. And since you mentioned movies, you're kind of tying back to our other show. I, I wanted to mention one song that's my favorite uh, uh, original motion picture song. You know, that's made to be. Uh, uh, the theme song, I guess, for the movie. As we mentioned during the movies, my favorite all-time movie is The 13th Floor and because it has so many elements in it. And my favorite original soundtrack movie theme uh, song is the Cardigans Erase Rewind from that movie. And there's a line in there, you know the difference in me's, me, plural. And once you see the movie, the song makes sense. But if you hear the song on the radio and you hear that, you think me can't be plural. Well, yeah, see the movie, it can be. <laughs> Michael Gardner, uncut, raw, uncensored. Well, don't they use that in pronouns today now? <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. they identify as me. Yeah, I never thought of that. Identify as plural. That's a good one, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just that thought about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought about that now. But I, I don't know, man. My favorite uh, theme music to any movie would be. Um, I'm a comedy guy. I I like a lot of comedy movies. So if there's, you know, usually in comedy movies, like I'm a big Adam Sandler fan, a big Will Will Ferrell fan, stuff like that. Mark Wahlberg, they like to use the old like '80s type of mash uh, songs, and I love that. You know, like Journey and friggin' uh, Billy Joel, all those '80, you know, maybe early '90s songs. I love those those songs because it fits, you know, those movies so well. So yep. that's that's basically my era, Joseph. Anything from like maybe mid seventies to like mid nineties. Yeah, and, and and since we're talking movies, uh, kind of movie related, I got two more than the. You mentioned Wedding Singer already. Billy Idol, you know, they not only had Billy Idol music in there. Billy Idol actually appeared in the movie. Which is got a tie to Billy Idol because I actually won a, a 
particular week of a radio contest, CJOM, which was uh, 89X out of Windsor, Ontario, Canada, across the uh, river from us here. And they had a contest where you wrote a brief radio play to introduce the song of the week. And that week it was Billy Idol's Eyes Without a Face. So you, if you want to check out my radio play that I wrote as an intro to Eyes Without a Face, you can go to terrorstrikes.info slash Billy Idol. terrorstrikes.info slash Billy Idol. And then, of course, when we were talking movies before, and even before that, I had mentioned Madonna, Who's That Girl? I, I love that as part of that movie. It, it goes well. And again, I rented that movie just the other day because it was fresh and on my mind since we talked about it in the movie. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Sleep is one of the most important things to your health, and MyPillow is one of the most important things to your sleep. Call or go to MyPillow.com now, and Mike will give you two MyPillow premiums for one low price. Use the promo code and you'll also receive free shipping. That's two MyPillow premiums for one low price. I tried every pillow from expensive down pillows that just went flat to fiber fill pillows that rebound every time you move your head. I even tried those memory foam pillows and the curve did not match my neck and it probably won't match yours. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. My pillow lasts 10 years, is machine washable and dryable, and comes with a 60 day money back guarantee. I personally guarantee my pillow will be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own or your money back. Call or go to MyPillow.com now, and Mike will give you two MyPillow premiums for one low price. Use the promo code, and you'll also receive free shipping. That's two MyPillow premiums for one low price. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, oh, you, you, so you rented it. Like, you, those are, see, these are some of the crap, man. Like, uh, you know, some of the crap. Where's my wording? You know, Mackenzie, get that coffee going. Uh, you know, some of the movies, man, you can play over and over and over again and still not get sick of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then since we mentioned Madonna, of course, she's from Detroit, so. I'm not really much of a fan of her, but I recognize she is a very talented person. And I, I want like Vogue. I mean, that is very, and that's kind of the direction I want to go today. Was maybe not necessarily people I'm a fan of, but some very cute and clever songs. Like Vogue was very clever and catchy. But I want to mention, like I did before on another show, Papa Don't Preach. 
Joseph, this is the same woman that made the infamous speech, right, when uh, Donald Trump was in uh, in, in the White House, where she was like, uh, at all the White House, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Joseph. Yeah, but I I didn't really want us to get political, but I guess we, I kind of did. I I apologize. We're not supposed to be political today, but (laughs) yeah, we could step over the boundaries. It's, it's It's okay. It's okay. Like I said, I haven't had like maybe like four or five hours of sleep this morning. So I'm pretty much in zombie mode right now. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Mackenzie's, got the, Mackenzie's got the cure and coffee going right now. So thank you very much, Mackenzie. Don't let me get over three cups today. Thank God. Christ. <laughs> but anyway. I would, I, I'm going to ask you who your favorite artist is, but that's kind of hard to determine. Again, there are just so many genres, so much music over so much time, but I've narrowed it down to I kind of think my favorite artist is Rick Springfield. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. And I know the first thing that comes to everyone's mind is going to be the idiotic Jesse's Girl song. And to me, that's one of his worst songs. It, it, is, it is kind of cute and clever and a bit catchy, but he's got so much more better music than that uh, in subsequent albums. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. But I mean, and he had three albums out of Australia before he ever hit with that. And he, people may or may not remember who are older. He was on uh, Days, no, General Hospital, I think. Then he released the, uh, the album with Jesse's Girl on it, which, you know, then he became a big music star. But he's got a lot of good, deep meaning music and, and and I really appreciate that and I really appreciate two albums of his the most the karma album and you can find the karma song on YouTube since we mentioned that and wait and- wait wait Joseph he was on he was on general hospital yes what yep. year was this he was a doctor in general hospital in the was it the well late 70s early 80s yeah oh shit yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember. No, I actually remember watching General Hospital like uh, in the mid '80s. It was around early '90s. I was like just a tot then, and uh, I mean, of course, it was just a, it was a different type of series. You know, it wasn't the original formula of the show. But I don't remember seeing him even on the reruns. Yeah, How many seasons was he? 
he was probably gone by the time you were watching. And yeah, I my I my sister's a big soap person. I'd have to ask her. She she would probably know. But I he was there three, four, five seasons, I thought. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. I'm not I wasn't aware of that, you know. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but again, my sister being a big fan, so I I knew uh, about it and and you know, and uh, I didn't mind listening to the um, yeah, I didn't mind listening to the uh, uh, to the um, uh, what the hell was it? Um, the uh, the punk rock era, you know what I mean? Uh huh, you know, but um, anyways, uh, oh shit, hey, sorry about that, Mackenzie. Tr- in the, uh, in the room here, so. <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh, yeah. sure. throw her under the bus. I, I have to throw her under the bus. It's true. She fell over, she tripped over the rug and it uh, wire off, so we had to plug it back in real quick. But, um, yeah. but guys, yeah, go ahead, Joseph. I, I do apologize for that. Oh, that's quite all right. You know, stuff's going to happen. And, uh, but I was talking about uh, Rick Springfield, and I think the thing that most ingratiated me to him early on was, again, not Jesse's Girl. I, I, I know when I hear that song, but it was a hit. Uh, he had a song called Bruce. And, Bruce? You know, and Bruce, yeah. To, to have an artist that shows he's got a bit of a sense of the humor, to me, shows a lot, because... I used to work for Western Hotels and Resorts. I got to meet a bunch of different celebrities, including a, you know, a bunch of different recording artists. Some of them are major pompous asses, of course. But you know, Rick Springfield is down to earth. Has you know, a normal person, a great sense of humor. He's got a song called Bruce, and I think you can find it on YouTube too. And what the premise of the song is is when he was starting off is that his name is Rick Springfield. Well, his song Bruce goes, who do you think I am? And then the line is, she called me Bruce, as in Bruce Springsteen instead of Rick <laughs> Springfield. That, you know, yeah, that's yeah. kind of funny. That's a very clever turn of well, lyric. <laughs> well, it's, it's comical, Joseph. I mean, you got to yeah. throw the comedy in there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so to me, something like that makes a great song. Yeah, and again, that's kind of the direction I'm going to continue to go with this. Is you know, people I may or may not necessarily like a lot, but damn, they have some very clever. Who would you think is your top artist? Do you have one that you think you kind of or top five or whatever? Five. Um, well, Billy Joel, um, the Allman Brothers, um, ZZ Top, Kiss. Um, who else? Uh, bon Jovi. A lot, man. A lot. Yeah, my <laughs> my uh, my mother, God rest her soul, was a major Bon Jovi fan. <laughs> oh yeah. 
So we saw him several times. Me, my mom, my sister, saw Bon Jovi a lot. I've seen Kiss a few times, never saw Allman Brothers, never saw Billy Joel, and then I forget your other one there. Well, I said, uh, did you get Bon Jovi, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bon Jovi. I actually seen Bon Jovi like four times in concert, man. And they put out a like a fucking tremendous uh, presence. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw the initial, I mean, when they were first starting, uh, you know, Runaway came out and was a hit. He was still opening for other bands. I mean, because he was just starting to be a star, or they, it is a band. Uh, <laughs> so Right. I, I really, my one, my fondest memories in music are those who I got to see open for somebody else and say, you know, I knew them before they were big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some some of these uh, stars, man, they they literally started out in like you know hole in the wall type of, and uh, you could you could look at like. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, man, he started, he made his start in South Jersey right on the shore. And some of those bars are still open to this day. Yeah. And yeah. you got to, I mean, people like that, you got to pay your respects. You got to give the credit where it's due. He still says to this day, Bruce Springsteen, you know, I give my credit to these bars, you know, the Stone Pony out in, uh, near Asbury Park, New Jersey. Um, yeah. And just, just others, you know, Bar A, which is in Belmar, New Jersey. I've been to these bars. I, I, I mean, I grew up literally not too far from where these venues were. Small little venues. I mean, you know, probably that can only hold about maybe 20 or 30 people. And, you know, it's, it's you got to give credit to where it's at. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have a few bars like that around Detroit, too, obviously, with Motown being born here and everything. Uh, there's a, a rock and roll bar that's still open today called Harpo's, uh, like the Marx Brother guy, Harpo's. Uh, used to go there all the time and see some great acts, uh, you know, and you could see them before they're big. And then you can also see them later when they're returning to their roots and playing the smaller venues like uh, my ex-wife and I saw Firehouse at Harpo's, and okay. uh, that that was great. Uh, I, I love Firehouse as a group, and uh, although most people think of them as uh, from that song, that's all she wrote was, I think, their biggest hit. But to me, they've got an acoustic album called Acoustic, and my favorite songs from them is You Are My Religion and Perfect World. Uh, you know, some okay. of the more hidden gems on albums people don't hear unless if you're really a fan of a band, you know, like I like I was saying with Springfield, the Karma album and his S-D-A-A are savaged unfiltered. Shock, denial, anger, acceptance. Yeah, S-D-A-A, shock, denial, anger, acceptance before. Yeah, I heard, I heard that album before, Joseph. It's it's a very well, well-known well album. I mean, uh, I mean, it sold a lot of, lot of records, a lot of, uh, a lot of copies that year, too. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. S-D-A-A one is a good one, too, because it comes with a DVD in it, so you get, uh, you know, kind of his life behind the scenes kind of thing too, 
along with the music. I, that's a really nice touch. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. It comes with a DVD? Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's only when the a- hell did they come out with that? I, I don't remember seeing that. Yep. Yeah. It's in the uh, special uh, case. It's, it's a two double CD DVD set. Shock, denial, anger, acceptance. Oh, wow. Wow. Huh. So you learn something every day. I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> but you mentioned Springsteen to go back to him. He's another one of those where I've never really been a fan of his. But to me, uh, it, you know, born in the USA, of course, a huge hit, whatever. But to, oh, me, yeah. to me, his greatest song is Glory Days. because. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. The Glory you know, Days. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people can relate to it, you, except for these young, worthless pieces of crap children growing up today in bubbles. We all used <laughs> to play sports, so we we can all have a personal, relatable story to a, a time back when when we played sports and something happened that you know we really hold near and dear to our hearts. So to me. The greatest Springsteen gift. Oh, glory, glory day. You know, you, you, you touch on Springsteen. I remember my, uh, my nephew uh, years back, going back like almost 10 years ago. And we were doing like this, um, this 80s theme party thing, you know, in, in the family. And everybody had to dress up, you know, from the 80s. And I decided to go as Bruce Springsteen. So I had like the baseball cap with the bandana sticking out of my, you know, out of my pocket, my, my rear pocket in the back, you know, how we had that thing where he just kind of gave like that little, and she's like, who is that? I was like, born in the USA. (laughs) And she's like, you know, uh, excuse me. He's looking at me and he's like, huh? (laughs) And then he's like, Oh, you're talking about the guy with the big butt. I was like, what? (laughs) Well, you know, you know what I mean, Joseph, right? He's, he's standing on the side, you know, ass out on the side so he yeah. thought like yeah that's that's what he's seen you know in in the uh the album cover so yeah, <laughs> but, yeah that would be a whole other show too album art uh some very some very good album art and some very bad album art over the year but do you remember your first concert oh do i man i went to Ozfest. i was like oh Maybe 14 or 15 years old. I seen Oz, Ozzy Osbourne. I seen uh, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Poison. I mean, uh, oh, God. Who else uh, opened up for Ozzy? There was a couple others. Um, ah, shit. Oh, God, man. It's going back when I was like 14, 15 years old. Maybe, so this is maybe over- Slaughter was Slaughter with Slaughter has been in a couple of Oz fests, I know. I, I like them. I think they're very underrated. The, the ones you mentioned, I've seen them all, but I've seen them all separately. My very first concert was Jethro Tull at Cobble Hall. The Bursting Out double live album had just come out, and they were on tour. And yeah. to me, that you know, that, you know, that was great. I, I was a, a Jethro Tull fan, still am. I'm a big fan of Jethro Tull. I, I I didn't really like his uh his persona and the music he brought into the industry. I I, I don't know. Yeah, to I, me, I like that. Lo- to me, locomotive breath live 
and and that's true of a few live locomotive breath is better than the studio like ario speedwagon riding the storm out far better live uh cheap trip i want you to want me far better live but yeah jethro tull was my first and I, i've got a unique story with him to tell too my name is actually on the album sleeve of the crest of the nave album oh no shit i'm gonna have to look that up wow that's <laughs> awesome man i don't know if it's in the cds but it's on the physical lp sleeve me and a couple hundred people who happened no to shit. get the honor of hearing the album before it was released and give our uh, do a short survey, give our opinions on the album before it was released in, uh, you know, internationally. So that, that was cool. That was neat. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that's a very unique thing. Since I recorded music in the 70s and 80s, we had mentioned uh, the other show. My dad uh, started the Polka Kings. They released three albums. So in the late 70s, early Yeah, 80s, you keep I, on coming up with that Polka Kings, man. Every time I hear the Polka Kings, I hear the John Candy meme of uh, Polka Kings, the uh, king of pop polka of yeah. Chicago or something. Yeah. <laughs> polka, yeah. polka, polka. Yeah. yeah but, but I yeah. dabbled in music, but certainly wasn't good enough to get a record deal. Uh, so, but I, I had that creative gene and that bug in my system. And so I, I've got cassettes of music that I've recorded lying around here that had certainly not good enough quality to digitize to let anybody hear today. So to have my name on an album in some way, it, you know, that's it, really cool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that that's impressive, Joseph, where, you know, where your name is actually on a well uh, but hold that thought, Joseph, because uh, we're going to close it up here soon because, I, you know, these are little bonus episodes. I, it's a major announcement. Um, as many of you know, some of you know, uh, we have just – our podcast has been just launched to iHeartRadio. That's right, guys. We are now on iHeartRadio. Just Google search Savage Unfiltered Podcast, okay? And uh, it's going to come up, you know, on iHeartRadio the app or the website and uh search savage unfiltered and it'll pop right up so good 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 stuff you know what i mean so we're back here on the show guys we're gonna close it up uh joseph you got any uh final thoughts man yeah i just want to kind of do a rapid fire thing then because I, I like i said like uh springsteen and glory days there's people i'm not really a fan of but They've got some really, they've got really clever stuff, like Taylor Swift. The Swifties drive me crazy. The Swiftie cult, they're nuts. But, you know, and Kanye kind of made her at the award show <laughs> with, <laughs> with they interrupted her. But that Shake It Off song is very clever lyrically. And Kanye himself, he's very loopy, but, you know, pretty much a music genius. His oh, the Shake It Up song that was a uh, that was a that was a hit, man. I, I see a lot of uh, you know memes coming out on TikTok and social media where they're using Shake It Up. Uh, I seen the actor Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, doing that in I think his backyard or some, somewhere up in Georgia, uh, his house in Georgia, 
where he used that shake it up thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like Kanye, bigger, faster, stronger. What, yeah, the merging of yeah. techno and rap. I mean, the guy is, is a musical genius. He's loony, but he's a musical genius. Katy Perry, another one like Madonna. She started off as a gospel singer and then sold her song. But her song, Fireworks and Roar, uh, that just very lyrically clever. And Lady Gag Me, I can't stand her, but Poker Face. Wait, wait, what did you call her? Lady, lady Gag Me, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lady Gag Me is what she's known to by me. But she's got that song, oh. Poker Face. How many times have you, you know, used the term or seen the term Poker Face used? And she turned it into that clever song. It's just very clever. And Miley Cyrus, oh, I cannot stand that. Oh, she's a disgrace to the Cyrus family. Like, her father gave her a freaking, uh, he gave her a legacy. And she literally destroyed and buried it. Yeah. Terrible. But but that song, Wrecking Ball, again, is very lyrically clever. I mean, she's got like that pop party in the USA garbage which is like Rebecca Black, you know, that Friday song. It's like hearing nails on the chalkboard. But, you know, Wrecking Ball, again, I just really appreciate as someone who used to write lyrics, such clever crafting of language into a lyric like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Joseph. But, Joseph, it's been fun, man. Um uh, I, I wish we could have some more time, but, uh, you know, I, I do, I do thank you for coming on. Um, um, I had to make it a bonus, man, because we, we got it. We got another show. We got to come up, uh, make a commitment to, uh, going to be, uh, appearing guys on the nightly rants, uh, with Mike and Tora, Toy, Toya, Tora. I think that's how you say it. it's T O R Y A, right? Toy, Toya. I think that's how you say it. But anyway, guys, uh, look out for that episode. Um, it will be appearing uh, later tonight, the nightly rant show. So we do have to we have to make a prior commitment to that. But um, I was going to cancel the show, Joseph. But you know, I already kind of told you that. Hey, we're going to do a show on Wednesday. So hey, I, I, I'm trying here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that because it's, again, you know, like the movie one, this one, it's it's kind of fun to have the change of pace. And the last thing I want to mention is, is people who have access TV channel, AXS, they've got a show, the top 10 revealed. I love that show. They have, you know, the top 10 of the seventies, the top of the eighties, the top country, the top pop, you know, all these different categories of the top 10 as voted on by people. Those shows are a lot of fun to watch. So if you got access channel on your cable or dish uh look for the top 10 revealed to watch yeah good stuff joseph uh joseph uh, we're gonna close it out buddy thank you for coming on today thank you for being part of this very special music episode guys if you like this episode remember to hit that like and follow button on all major podcast platforms now including iHeartRadio. yes folks you heard me savage unfiltered on iHeartRadio. thanks very much guys and we will see you tomorrow afternoon on savage unfiltered take it easy guys.